Hello, everyone, and welcome to At WCSU, the podcast that tells you everything about Western Connecticut State University, even in these times when no one's on campus except the, well, we don't have bed bugs, except, oh, we don't have cockroaches. What do we have? <laughs> uh, microbes? Maybe microbes, but yeah. we're doing our best to get rid of them, That's too. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a different time, and as you have heard, because you follow us, we're uh, all at home. Pete and I and our, are in our homes, and we're continuing this podcast. We've lost track of Chantel, but we're going to keep trying to track her down and get her, her on one of these things, too. And today, uh, we interviewed Pano Kukopoulos, who is the Director of Emergency Management here on campus for the university. He's of Greek origins and he's very proud of that. He speaks English like a champ, but you'll notice he still has the Greek accent. And uh, he's very well versed in how to keep us all safe. Uh, yesterday and today, actually, he was out fogging all the rooms that he could find with antiviral stuff and uh, they're going to go through every room in every building and fog to get rid of the coronavirus so that whenever we come back we will be safe and um, I guess Pete we can just go into talking to Pano right? Yeah sure uh, Just a simple question like Pano, how is it going so far today? Okay. Sounds good. Good. How's it going so far today? Oh, you really meant it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul. It's, uh, it's going. It's been uh, a, uh, an interesting day, I have to say, because uh, um, we have been uh, uh, forced to change the way that uh, uh, we have been operating. Uh, so... You know, we are just trying to um, make sure that we have our facilities ready for uh, what uh, needs to be done uh, during this uh, unprecedented uh, turn of events. Yeah, today specifically, um, if I'm correct, we were, as a campus, uh, preparing Fairfield Hall to get ready to house homeless people in the city at the direction of the state. And then just before that, we got ready to open it up. The state called and said, oh, no, don't do that anymore, right? Yeah. So let me uh, give you a, um, a little bit of a historical perspective, if you will. Good. Fairfield Hall is um, the smallest of our uh, residence halls, and um, it was uh, – the easiest for us to go in, uh, clean out, sanitize, and that's actually what we did. And after we sanitized, um, our custodians came in and uh, removed all, uh, all the trash. And um, at that point, the building uh, was uh, ready for occupancy, and that was a couple of days ago. We were expecting that something was going to happen, so we were trying to stay ahead of the curve. Uh, there were discussions at um, the, the city and the state level as to uh, how that particular facility was going to be utilized. 
And um, they're having uh, a uh, meeting and a walkthrough with uh, the director of uh, emergency management of the city and also with the director of uh, health and human services. That was um, late uh, yesterday afternoon. It was clear to us that uh, it was going to be used as um, a homeless uh, shelter. And in fact, this morning, we had uh, a logistics meeting and we were getting ready to um, uh, use it in that capacity. Yep. And uh, um, maybe an hour later, uh, we received a phone call from uh, uh, the Department of Administrative Services indicating that uh, the use of the building uh, would be uh, suited better for uh, uh, as an overflow for uh, the hospital in case uh, it was needed. So um, at that point, we had to halt all operations that were taking place and uh, change the direction. So it's been, it's been kind of interesting. Yeah, I imagine, because it's not like uh, we're sitting around smoking our pipes here uh, waiting for um, things to happen, right? You're already been Absolutely. very active for like the last two weeks running. Yes, sir. And uh, um, in fact, it's been more than two weeks, as uh, you, you know, Paul. Uh, we hmm. started looking at this uh, uh, way back when uh, uh, it first it was it was first declared as uh, um, a, a an emergency, not a pandemic, but a world uh, um, emergency, which is almost two months ago. Yep. And um, we have been preparing for that. Obviously, uh, the, the, the magnitude of uh, the virus and uh, the spread is something that I don't think many people um, really expected or anticipated. Yep. But, you know, we, we started working on uh, uh, our plans, you know, and we started thinking about what's going to happen with the rest of the semester. And uh, once we got done with that wave, then we started working on online uh, transition. And once we, we went through that wave, we have another wave. It's, it, it's like a tsunami, you know, uh, yeah. now trying to um, be a, um, um, a partner with uh, the city and the state in order to to manage this uh this emergency that is uh, you know of uh, um unheard of uh, magnitude so yes we have been um, i mean fairfield is is ready i know we have some other facilities that now we are uh, uh preparing um and we have the capacity of uh, going in with uh, a couple of units that uh uh, um, produce a fine mist of uh, this um, sanitizing uh, agent. So as uh, certain buildings uh, become available and are vacated, we go in, we um, disinfect them, and then uh, uh, our custodial crew goes in, cleans up the, uh, the, the mess that may have been left behind. And at that point, the building is uh, pretty much ready for occupancy. Yeah. So, no, we haven't been uh, uh, sitting down uh, just uh, smoking our pipes. <laughs> and really, the uh, we're waiting for the state to say what else might be coming our way as far as helping house various uh, con contingencies, right? So <clears throat> there won't be any rest for you for a while. 
No, and uh, I think that uh, you know that, that's the reality of uh, uh, the situation. This is uh, uh, not like the, uh, the 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 water main break that we experienced last year. It's not like Sandy that you know came in. It was a short duration, and then we had to deal with uh, and the consequences consequences uh, and the aftermath. This is um, this is this is really different, and. Um, I I have to tell you that even uh, folks that have been doing this for uh, all their lives have never experienced uh, anything like it. Yeah. No, it is like a once-in-a-lifetime uh, event. Do you think we'll come out on the other end uh, in one piece? We will. And there is no doubt. And uh, I have to say that uh, the, the efforts that we have uh, uh, put together here at the university are uh, incredible. We are, uh, as you well know, we are meeting on an almost daily basis with uh, the executive group. We uh, come out with uh, one voice. There has been uh, a tremendous amount of uh, uh, collaboration between departments and visions. We all have a, a uh, uh, one goal in mind, uh, first and foremost, the health and safety of uh, our community, mm-hmm. faculty, staff, students, first and foremost. And then, of course, uh, our uh, uh, business is uh, education, and uh, we are trying to maintain that level of uh, uh, excellence through our uh, um, shifting to that virtual environment. This is a, um, a, a challenging uh, proposition for everybody, I especially, you know, I, I teach, so I know that this is a, a different way that I have to learn how to do things. So right. I can definitely uh, empathize with uh, all our faculty that, uh, you know, have been doing uh, face-to-face instruction all their lives. I, I mean, it's, uh, this is different. But um, at the same time, it provides a, a learning opportunity for everybody. And uh, I think that if we keep that in mind and we are willing to learn from uh, uh, this opportunity, uh, then we will come uh, on uh, the other side, yeah. Um, have you having, started having teaching prevailed. your class? Have you started teaching your class uh, this week? No, actually, uh, my first uh, uh, go is tonight at 7 p.m. I have already um, emailed my students. I know that uh, everybody's pretty uh, uh, excited to um, get back together. I think they're also disappointed that. Uh, uh, we won't be meeting uh, in the lab. This is a lab, you know, so this yeah. is going to be a little bit uh, diff- difficult. But uh, I- I'm uh, I'm very confident in uh, the, uh, the the ability of um, the head instructor, uh, Dr. Cordera, and um, our lab coordinator, Debbie Johnson, who have been working their butts off to uh, try to. Uh, keep the operations going um, regardless of conditions. Yeah. So when everybody comes back, whenever that is, we'll have clean rooms and safe uh, environments to learn and work in, it sounds like. Well, I think that when we come back, we have to have a, 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 a big picnic and celebrate our return. 
That's a good idea. But that's Think my that, – by the way, this is a disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> the previous statement uh, expresses <laughs> uh, the opinions of Panu Kukopoulos alone and not Western Connecticut State University. Let me make that clear, please. Uh, but yes, yes and yes, this is a, a – a, a, I have no doubt in my mind that when everybody uh, is back – Everything will be um, cleaner than before, yeah. and um, we will make sure that, that this happens. And listen, the fact that we ended up sending everybody home when we did was so that we would keep all our folks safe and healthy. We are not going to compromise that by um, bringing people back in areas that are not safe for them. Good. So I'm starting a petition now to have a big party based on your recommendation. Oh, boy. Great. <laughs> I, you know, my, my problem is that I cannot keep my mouth shut. <laughs> you mentioned alcohol, too, right? So we'll have that. I don't the remember that. <laughs> uh, the, only, the only alcohol that uh, I have mentioned is uh, the, the contents of Purell. <laughs> and, and as long as uh, the, the sanitizers that we use have a concentration of 60% of more ethyl alcohol, uh, then they are very likely to, to kill the virus. But it does not um, uh, substitute for 20 seconds of uh, good hand washing. Right. Everybody, even at home, should keep doing that, right? Yes. Yes. I, I, I mean, regardless of uh, uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 or, you know, wh whatever, we, we need to maintain uh, um, good hand hygiene. And uh, the best way to do it is before we reach and we touch our mouths, our faces or any mucous membranes, we have to make sure that our hands are clean because, you know, those are uh, our, our instruments to... Uh, uh, to the world and we touch everything so, yeah yeah and i as i i i keep making the example we everybody goes to the gas station and we do not know what the person who used the pump before us did with her hands yeah yeah just be creative and uh think about it right what could yeah. have they done with their hands and then what do we do we go we pump gas and uh, if we are hungry, we go to the convenience store that is located with, within uh, the, the confines of the gas station. We buy a, ba a bag of chips, and then uh, we lick our fingers clean. Yummy. Mm -hmm. It's amazing we haven't all died already long before the coronavirus. Well, you know, and this is the beauty of uh, the, the human body. I mean, we have the capability and the capacity of uh, fighting off uh, a lot of uh, intruders, and uh, our systems have been doing this for thousands of years. Yeah. But, you know, every now and then there is uh, this uh, pesky little microorganism that uh, is persistent, has learned certain uh, ways of uh, affecting the, the human body, and uh, look what it's doing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, 
for one, am happy that you're uh, on our side, Pano, and taking care of us. I know you have been working hard and diligently and that you're going to continue to. Uh, we appreciate it. You know, I, I, you're welcome, but it's not me. I mean, if you think about all the people that are involved in, uh, in this effort, uh, you, we have to thank everybody because if it wasn't uh, for you and sending out those uh, uh, informative messages and for our president uh, making sure that he's uh, on, on the same page with everybody else and being informed and uh, on the phone with uh, all the folks at the BOR, if it wasn't for our uh, provost and all the VPs to make those decisions. And then further down, our faculty that chose to take the hard road and start teaching online, and all yeah. our staff, and, and all those folks that are still here and um, are picking up and cleaning up. And then, of course, listen, we have gone into um, a whole bunch of um, residence uh, um, apartments, and I have to tell you that mm -hmm. I've been so impressed with the level of uh, uh, Cleanliness, I have to say, cleanliness, that we, they left those apartments. So uh, the, I need to thank, thank them because uh, they, the efforts, them and their parents and whoever else came over and helped them move out in such a short notice is making a difference. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, if, whoever, anyone who's uh, listening to this, uh, thank you for, uh, for taking the time uh, and making the effort to, to leave your apartment in, uh, in the condition you did because um, – it, 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 it really makes uh, our lives uh, a little bit easier. That's good. And don't forget Pete doing the podcasts either. Oh, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, the, the folks at um, uh, ITI, uh, you know, bringing uh, all the, the, the tools of the trade and making them available to us, Pete alone, uh, I, I needed to use a camera last night, and uh, I, I was on the phone and the, the, the FaceTime with him. He gave me exact directions as you know, where to get them. So uh, everybody has been pitching in. So uh, uh, thanking me is not, uh, uh, is not indicative of everything that everybody else has been doing. Yep. All right. Well, we'll put you on number one, and we'll thank everybody else after that then. All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Pop, taking time to do that. And we'll check in later, okay, later uh, a couple of weeks from now. Let me know. I'll be here. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Stay healthy. I will. Thanks. All right. Well, yeah, this is normally the part of the show where we'd bring in Chantel, but uh, you said we're having trouble tracking her down. We're sure that she got home from spring break, right? Yes. Actually, she participated in a meeting yesterday that was called by the SGA, the Student Government Association, with all college presidents and I guess the e-boards of all the clubs, not college presidents, presidents of all the college clubs. And she participated in that. So uh, I know that she's alive. I suspect <laughs> that she's at home, but maybe she's still in Puerto Rico. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. She could be. Yeah participating remotely from elsewhere yes she uh, i believe went from was scheduled to go from puerto rico to florida to do all the uh, beach stuff down there and pete you probably saw on the news all the hordes of college students uh, infecting each other on the beach <laughs> yes i did until <laughs> they got scolded by the governor down there 
And so I assume she was part of that. And maybe she's, uh, you know, having her mother take care of her at home. Not our Chantel, Paul. <laughs> it sounds like her mother might, uh, you know, wrestle her down and make her stay in. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure. Know. And when she's here to defend herself, we can attack her a little more. Uh, yeah. A little more firmly. Oh, but <laughs> yes, definitely will. Um. And I had another question for you, Pete. Yeah. Uh, we're on, uh, we're doing a video thing here while we're talking, you and I. Yes. And I see that you shaved your beard. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that. Um, I got <laughs> I got on the other day with somebody on one of these chats and they were like, uh, what happened? <laughs> so I just figured this was as good a time as any since I don't have to actually look anybody in the face for a while. So if it came out uh, as a horrifying mistake, I'd have some time to recover from it. <laughs> So <laughs> it yeah, is weird. Looks good. And, I haven't shaved yeah. uh, since my daughter was born. So just about two years ago. Yeah. So, and it was pretty fluffy too. It had gotten fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good. I'll get bored of this in about a week and grow it back. But okay. What did your wife say? Uh, she, she used to be anti beard, but I think she's, I've just beaten her down over the years and she's gotten, <laughs> she's gotten used to it. So, and so it wasn't a anti-virus thing. No, that you did <laughs> no, 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 it was not. <laughs> it looked like a virus might live in there, though. It's it's possible. Yeah, it's probably yeah. safer this way. It probably is. So yeah. <laughs> now, when you spray your face with alcohol, <laughs> yeah. it, it really gets in there. The shave with Purell. Yeah. So my son <laughs> kind of looks at me and he goes, "Beard gone." I said, oh. "Yes, beard gone." <laughs> And he's eight months old. No, he's he's he just turned four. Oh, okay. I thought he was so. uh, precocious. No, I'm no, sure my daughter is. is. Oh my goodness, she's she's not two yet, and she talks of a storm. She puts him to shame. So <laughs> <laughs> she'll have her own podcast. Someday. Oh yeah. Yep. There you go. We'll so. use her when you know if uh, Chantel doesn't show up, we'll just put her in on here. <laughs> Now to join us for Westcon events is the two-year-old daughter of engineer. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's it. Yeah, there's not much going but, on. No, there's no events. Oh, we did announce today that uh, we're working with the state, or the state is working with us to um, perhaps take over the O'Neill Center. They're looking to... they think they may have an overflow of hospital patients soon and they may need the O'Neill Center to stack up um, people on the mend, okay. keeping the really sick ones at, in the hospitals. So we may have more about that next week. Okay. And I'm hoping to track down a professor who will talk to us about what it's like to teach online. Yeah, I'm sure we can check in with uh, a bunch of different people. I know that yeah. uh, I know we've been uh, the university's been tweeting out pictures of faculty with their quote unquote teaching assistants, and those have been fun. Uh, people with their pets and you know things. So yeah, and their kids. Yeah, I know the yeah. uh, staff has been really busy with that transition. I know IT has been has been signing out, you know, laptops and printers and all kinds of stuff for people to use at home and and i from what i understand it's everything's gone really smoothly and everybody's happy with uh with where we're at so and so the it people are all on the front line still on campus right so, some of them are yeah some of them have been there 
full-time and in some cases more than full-time um oh yeah so and i know a lot of people maintenance and shipping and mailroom and all those they're still there every day yep and the cops you know? yep so they're all our heroes but luckily then none of them listen to the podcast so they aren't <laughs> gonna get the catabot. oh well we won't have to repeat it to the, them in person the wasted shout out <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, that's all good. Yeah, so if any other news for, pops up, let us know. Yeah, we'll do an emergency podcast. Yep. Uh, so for Pete Puccio, the missing Chantel Williams, and anybody else, this is Paul Steinmetz for At WCSU. At WCSU is a production of WCSU Media, engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Volpe. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at WCSU Media and on the university's Facebook and Twitter pages. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening. WCSU.